Today on Annenberg Radio News. To get to the games, you gotta do your homework. Computers come to the homeless on Skid Row. Good afternoon and welcome to Annenberg Radio News for Tuesday, February 12th. I'm Laura Weber. Project Lifeline is a new program issued by the Bush administration today to alleviate foreclosure woes around the country. Homeowners facing long overdue payments will be given an additional 30 days to work with lenders on an affordable mortgage. Darren Hendon is a mortgage specialist in Los Angeles. Well, they're, they're on track to doing the right things. You know, um, up until a few years ago, the only options that lenders gave borrowers was to put them into a forbearance agreement. Project Lifeline was created by six financial institutions that service half of the nation's mortgages. A new report on how the LAPD handles complaints against its own officers is in. Marissa Monroy reports on today's police commission meeting. The police commission presented its report today that says police investigators often fail to properly look into citizens' complaints against police officers. Inspectors like Beth Alonzo detailed specific cases involving officers who omitted or changed information or used discrimination practices in ongoing investigations. In one complaint, um, the complainant uh, mentioned that she went to the front desk officer and mentioned that she wanted to file a complaint but she left when the officer refused to provide a Spanish-speaking investigator. Police Commissioner John Mack says he wants the Inspector General to report back in six weeks with more specific recommendations for improvement. We certainly want to make sure that the officers, that they receive the tools to be able to effectively uh, do their jobs internally. But there are those like Attorney Connie Rice who feel the police simply can't police itself. In an interview with the Los Angeles Times, she said that you cannot expect police to investigate their buddies and friends. Rice believes that until the department develops another way to tackle complaints, these problems will continue. Marissa Monroy, Annenberg Radio News. A proposal to change California's three strikes law may go before voters in November. Sonata Lee Lee reports from Compton. Compton community leaders and an organization called FACTS, Families to Amend California's Three Strikes, gathered on the steps of Compton City Hall to announce their grassroots effort to get an initiative on November's ballot that would reform California's controversial Three Strikes Law. Jerry Silva, the director of FACTS, says that California's current Three Strikes Law must be changed. As long as there's a law like this on the book that's so dangerous and so punitive, no one is really safe. And none of us are safe in a state that tolerates this kind of law. The new effort, dubbed the Three Strikes Reform Act of 2008, would allow offenders with a nonviolent third strike the opportunity to be resentenced rather than serve the minimum 25 years to life sentence they are currently serving. For Annenberg Radio, Sonata Lee. A 15-year-old student from Oxnard Junior High School, uh, Junior High, was in critical condition after being shot by a schoolmate. Police say the shooting today was the result of a personal dispute between two students. 
The victim was taken to a hospital near a school, and the suspect was taken into custody by police. Writers in Hollywood are voting today to end the three-month strike against the entertainment industry. The Writers Guild of America is expected to agree to go back to work as soon as tomorrow. But cinema professor Larry Arbach points out that even with popular shows returning, it may be difficult to get audiences back. There may be more reality for a while until they can get scripted shows up. One of the problems they're having is that the audience who couldn't get the new shows kind of drifted away from scripted shows. And they got to get, and the networks have to get them back into the habit of watching the dramas and the comedies that were on based on scripts. Guild writers in New York are also participating in today's vote. Los Angeles pet owners will now have to spay and neuter their animals. The L.A. City Council passed an ordinance today that covers all pets more than four months old. Pet owners who do not fix their animals will be fined up to $500. Sporting, breeding, and show animals are exempt. Looking at the weather, today's International Pancake Day brought out short stacks and sunshine. We'll drop into the 50s tonight, but the warm weather will be back tomorrow with a high of 71. Later on Annenberg News, hear how one mortgage expert says foreclosures relief will help homeowners in South L.A. Homeless kids on Skid Row are now getting access to the digital age. Stephanie Meisenheimer reports. The Downtown Learning Center on Skid Row has $20,000 worth of new supplies and computers today. Wendy Birch, chairperson of the Good News Foundation, originally asked Office Max for a donation of backpacks for the Learning Center. Instead, the company donated brand new computers, printers, a projector, and a screen. When you think about kids who are in need, I can't think of any more child in more need than a child who is homeless and is living in a shelter with their parents or, or worse yet, living in a park or living in a car that they have a place here, right in Skid Row, that's sort of a sanctuary where they can come and learn. It's just remarkable. The program is run by School on Wheels, a nonprofit charity devoted to helping homeless kids. Stephanie Meisenheimer, Annenberg Radio News. Now back to our top story. Six major mortgage lenders announced today they will give struggling borrowers a grace period to help them keep their homes. Daryl Paranata has local reaction to the new program. The borrowers will have to work with the nonprofit financial counseling service in an effort to rework their loans and prevent foreclosure. The new pilot program is called Project Lifeline. It's a joint venture between major lenders and the Bush administration. It's intended to help delinquent customers keep their homes. Community Finance Resource Center is a nonprofit institution that provides counseling services for low income communities in Los Angeles. Hassan Nicholas is a financial counselor for the center. He believes the program will help his clients. We receive calls of people who, are, who need to, to refinance because they know that the rate is going to change and that they know that they are going to be in trouble. The more you know, um, resources they have, the better. If it's on a, a national scale, um, they'll have a far better reach than what 
a local organization could do. Darren Hendon is a mortgage consultant with the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of South Los Angeles. He believes the program is necessary to help people struggling to keep their homes and to help banks from losing money. There's, you know, there's a need to address and restructure these loans because it, they lose too much money by foreclosing on these people. And so many people lose their homes and, and they lose out on a lot of money because they're not in the business of selling real estate. They're in the business of making money. Foreclosure typically begins after 90 days of delinquency when a default notice is sent to homeowners. Under the new program, borrowers would receive outreach letters, offering them a grace period to negotiate new loan terms with their lender. Wells Fargo is one of the companies involved in the pilot program. The bank's executive vice president of loan servicing, Mary Cousin, hopes the nearly one million homeowners in delinquency will take advantage of its services. With the dynamics of the market, we wanted to come back out once again, go out to the full 90-day-plus delinquent market, encourage them to pick up the phone and hope to simplify it by laying out the exact steps that they would need to do and making sure they know. And as we begin to work through whether there is a solution for them or not, we can put a pause or a hold on that, that foreclosure process until um, a final decision can be reached. Despite the program's benefits, mortgage consultant Hendon is skeptical that it will work. 30 days, it usually actually takes longer than 30 days, especially if they're flooded with a lot of inquiries on restructuring and modifying loans. The program may not help everyone, but for borrowers struggling to keep up with their mortgage payments, Project Lifeline may be another way, a literal lifeline, to help them keep their homes. Daryl Perinata, Annenberg Radio News. Professor Rafael Bostic is a specialist in real estate development with the University of Southern California. Earlier today, I asked him about how foreclosure, the foreclosure crisis is affecting California. Where we've seen uh, the difficulties have been in places where either there's been a lot of new housing, new tract housing by homeowners that have been built that people were trying to sell pretty quickly, or in lower-income neighborhoods where people have been trying to squeeze into housing and get into homeownership, perhaps for that first time. What does this mean then for people who are looking to buy homes in the near future in, in L.A., in South L.A.? I mean, will it be beneficial for them? It'll, it'll be a mixed bag. So, you know, it's expensive. To, uh, housing is very expensive in California. This is not going to change that. Um, it's less expensive in South L.A., but over the last four or five years, South L.A. has seen some of the, the, the largest rates of house price appreciation. So it's become relatively less expensive there. So then um, about Project Lifeline, mm -hmm. will it be a solution? Is it a solution or is it just kind of something to kickstart the economy? You know, the, the, the mortgage crisis is a much broader issue that encompasses a lot of Wall Street players as well. And, you know, my reading of, of the proposal, and I, I've just had a cursory glance of it, uh, would suggest that this is really um, a, a distress-saving mechanism uh, for a number of households. So, there's some debate as to how many households would actually benefit by this. And also, uh, the benefits are going to go not just targeted to places where we've seen lots of foreclosures, but it could span a lot of other places as well. How closely is this foreclosure crisis tied to a national recession? Are they, are they related to each other at all? There's a lot of debate about that. Um, they almost certainly are linked to, in some ex to some extent. You know, we, we've done some research here at, at USC in the Lusk Center uh, where we've tried to link household spending 
to rises or changes in house prices. And what we found is that there is a definite link. And as house prices go up, people are willing to spend more of that wealth. And as they fall, we would expect there to be a contraction in that spending. And so um, it certainly contributes to weakness because so much of the economy is driven by consumer spending. That's part of why the stimulus was targeted to consumer spending. Um, is, it is, it is it the sole cause for a recession? Uh, hard to say. Right. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about L.A. or about the housing market in general? Well, you know, the, all housing is local. All real estate is local more generally. So, we, so it's, it's dangerous to draw general uh, conclusions about a whole marketplace. The, the, the realities in Venice or in Santa Monica in Playa Vista or in Culver City are going to be different than the realities in Covina or uh, Ontario or Riverside uh, and even South L.A. I mean, even within South L.A., I think you'll find pockets of strength and pockets of weakness. Professor Bostic, I thank you for coming in. My pleasure. Good to talk with you. Raphael Bostic is the director of the Real Estate Development Program at USC. Now we check in with Katie Kugarian. Find out what's coming up on Annenberg te Television News at 6 p.m. on Trojan Vision. Thanks, Laura. Tonight on Annenberg TV News, we'll have the latest results on the Potomac primaries. Will Hillary Clinton gain the upper hand in the race to the White House, or will Barack Obama solidify his spot as a Democratic candidate for president? Also, cats and dogs. City Council approved a new measure to spay and neuter their furry friends. We have that and the latest on weather and sports, so catch us tonight at 6 p.m. on Trojan Vision. And remember, you can watch us anytime at ATVN.org. Thanks, Katie. And a little bit of breaking news. Barack Obama has won the Virginia Democratic primary, and Mike Huckabee is challenging McCain for the GOP nod. Be sure to keep on clicking... AnnenbergRadio.org for more of our reports, including Sam Farber's getting our reps in. Roger Clemens will be among those testifying before Congress tomorrow about steroids in baseball. Sam offers some suggested questions, including one from Crenshaw High School's athletic director. What are they trying to do to make sure that teens don't have easy access to it? Click on Getting Your Reps In for more questions. That wraps it up today for us here at Annenberg Radio. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Laura Weber.